Do you feel like your best years are behind you? Do you feel like you're in the best years right now? Are the best years to come? Which age range represents the best of your life? Welcome to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. Love the morning. I like to listen to in the morning. Mornings in Halifax. On 101.3. Virgin Radio. I'm in it. You're winning yeah. right now. You do it. You live in it. The 30s. I agree. Man. The 30s. Yes. The problem with this is I feel like when you're 40, you're going to say it's the 40s. I know. Yeah. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing if you always feel like that. You're present and you feel good. Lots of growing involved. You start to mature. You look at things a lot differently. You feel like a better human being as you get older. Every year, I feel like it gets better and better and better for everyone. But if I was thinking about like the 20s or something like that, in my 20s, they were definitely the best for my party years. Like, man. I, I don't remember those years. Oh, I was a rock star, man. <laughs> I, I used to party in hotels. I don't even know what it's like to party in a hotel anymore. But don't you just feel like a rock star now, but then you also feel like a, more, a rock star that has it more together and more confident? You're a confident rock star. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I want to I hear from like a 50 or 60-year-old, maybe yeah. even a 70. If there's a 70, 80-year-old listening to the show right now, I want to hear from you. Someone who's lived every single one of those years up to like 60, 70, and then you tell us if your 70s right now are the best or if, in fact, your 30s or 40s were better. Because right now, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you my 20s were fun, but my 30s are way better, and I'm in my 30s right now, and I feel like when I get into my 40s, I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what? 40s have been a lot better for me than my 30s were. <laughs> and when I talk to younger people today, like uh, I'm like, 30s are going to be your best years. You know, when they they're freak. They're scared. They, yeah, they're like, what? And I'm like, trust me, in your, your 20s, you're right now, you're 22, you're having a good time. Wait till you're 32, 35, you're probably going to feel a lot more established in life. So I use that as advice, but... I only have that many years of advice, right? Like, I'm 38. Yeah. All right, uh, welcome to the show, Virgin Radio. What's up? Hey, Turk. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, brother man? This is it. So I can't, I can't answer for 60 or 70. How old are you? But I'm 52. So are your 50s the best years of your life? I would, okay, so physically-wise, you, you feel more ailments. So that, you, physically, you miss your younger years, right? Back starts to hurt and stuff, yeah. knees start going. That's right. All the crazy stuff you did as a kid. Every day you're you, telling the you wife or whoever, you're like, oh, I think the rain's coming because my knee's acting up. Yeah. Sore <laughs> for standing up. Exactly. But attitude-wise, you start caring less what people think and you're just yourself. And which that's got to oh, be a good a feeling blessing, too, yeah. right? And I feel like right now too many people care about what other people think. Uh, you know, myself included, like we're all guilty of that. And I think uh, I think we all need to get... Respect everyone, of course. Don't just go out there and play the wild, wild west and not care. Um, but obviously not care so much about what other people think about what you're doing if you're trying to do your best. Exactly. And I think you're willing, I think you sort of analyze life a bit more. Like you, you, you really try to seize each day you have. No, I, I like my 50s, man. I think that's what it is. I think every... Every yeah. 10 years, every decade, you're going to like those years better than the last decade. You can't live wanting to go backwards, too. That's the thing. No. Some people want to live to just stay in place. They don't want to get old. They're afraid of getting old. No, you shouldn't be afraid of getting old because you get wiser and you get smarter. Mm -hmm. Sure, you still make crazy mistakes, but hey. I love the idea of getting old. Honestly, I really yeah. do. I truly look forward to getting older. <laughs> 
And I know I'm going to be a cool old person. Like, I'm still going to have my drinks. I have a major goal in life. You ask any one of my friends, people that love me, people who know everything about me, they, they'll tell you. I say this all the time. I can't wait for the day I sit on my porch because I don't have to work. And all I'm going to do is sit there and drink my beer. I'll always have like a six-pack or a 12-pack sitting there. And I'm just going to scare the hell out of the neighborhood kids. I can't wait for it. <laughs> Appreciate the call. Thank you for joining the show. Virgin Radio, what do you think? I'm in my 60s, and this is definitely the best years of my life. The 60s Aww. are the best. Huh? What are you doing in the 60s that you weren't doing in the 40s? Well, first off, I'm retired, so I don't work. Okay, mm -hmm. see, that sounds like a lot of fun. I am financially stable. I am single, which is the best way to be. Are you single and mingling? No, no, I'm singling, uh, mingling only if I choose to because I'm pretty picky. I moved back to Nova Scotia after being gone for 45 years. I'm living on in my house on the land that I was born on. I have the best life ever. That's awesome. Congratulations to, to you. Yeah, that's great. I just want to let you guys know, 60s is definitely the best. Uh, I'd love to hear from somebody who's like 80, maybe 90. I don't know. We could be a little bit out of their demographic, but you never know. They could still be out there bumping out to Eminem, Kendrick Lamar and all that stuff. MGK. Oh, well, I would hope so, because that's me when I'm 80. I'm I love it. Thank you so much for the call this morning. You Welcome. rock star, Have a you. Great day. Bye, guys. All right. Later. Holla at me on Tinder, okay? Hey. Bye. All right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Revenge on an X, two stories going viral right now. The internet right now is in a huge debate on which one of these is the worst. Hmm, let's hear it. So Nova Scotia, we're going to figure it out. Story number one. Guy and a girl, they were together for quite some time. They broke up. She had never heard from him again. He completely ghosted her. Pretty much just disappeared. Four years later, like right around now, she was on a dating app and the guy happened to like something. And she realized, wow, that's the guy I was in a relationship that ghosted me four years ago. So... She ended up messaging him and said, I have a four-year-old kid here that I think you need to meet. Oh. Okay, so that's one. That's one story going viral right there. Wait, then, was that was she just joking? There's no kid. She doesn't have a okay, kid. Okay, okay, okay. All right, story number two. This lady and uh, her man broke up, and I guess it wasn't a good breakup. Uh, since 2016, she has been giving his email out to anything and everything that requests an email so that his... <laughs> so that his email account will be fluttered with spam. That's just funny. Anything and everything that's going to spam your inbox, she's been using his for the last five years. So it's like an ongoing joke. Some people are saying the second one's a little more diabolical because she's continuing the burn and she's not giving up. Some oh. people are saying the first one is just bad because she, put, she involved a fake kid into it, but it was just a one-time deal. The second one is way more dedicated and wasting way more time. It seems like a bit of an obsession to be holding on to some pain for five years and to the point where you just want to hurt this person every chance you get. And I know it's kind of a small thing, you know, but it's like a five-year engagement to a relationship that completely ended. You keep on wanting to poke the bear. It's easy to do just to give someone an email. There's not that much thought going into it anymore. Now it's for just second nature. For five years, you've been messing with somebody. Oh, get over it for sure. It's definitely petty, but the kid thing to okay. me is way worse. Megan, you're going with that one is way worse. Alex, yes. which one are you going with? I'm going with the one that they're putting in all that effort. Right off the bat, I got to say, making up like a fake kid to try to get at somebody and emotionally wreck them by saying you had a, they had a child this past four years that they didn't know about, that is absolutely horrible. 
But there's something to be said about the second story, right? Like, I mean, this is a five-year thing and you're still going. Like, it's ongoing. It's almost like I don't even care about the ex that's getting all the spam. I'm more concerned about you, the individual who, <laughs> who's carrying this on. Like, what's your life like today? Are you in a new relationship? But every day, every time you come across a chance to get your ex, you're still doing that? Like, are you not able to let go? Like, maybe there's uh, some meetings or classes we need to go to. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. Welcome to the show. What's up? What do you think? I definitely have to say the first one. Yeah, I've actually had it happen to me. Me and this girl broke up, and uh, she actually left a voicemail on my phone like four weeks after this, and she was like, uh, I think we have a problem. And I was like, okay, what's this? Let's address it. And uh, she said, I'm pregnant. At first, I didn't really want to believe it, but I'm in no way, shape, or ready for a kid. And uh, it was constantly back and forth between you know, plan A and plan B, the obvious. And uh, not going to lie, it literally ruined my life for about a month. She was never pregnant? She was never pregnant to begin with. She just wanted to start talking to me again. That's terrible, man. Listen, thank you so much for joining the show and thank you for sharing the story. All right, have a good one. Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, Father's Day is coming up. Damn, I almost forgot. I know. You know, and we always sit there, we think about the nice things, the great things that we can do for our fathers, if we love our fathers, right? Like, not all dads are great, not all are equal, but yeah, if you have a great father, don't you want to make it pretty special for him? But a recent study found out, here's one thing you shouldn't do, and this is like one thing that you would do because you think you're being nice, but 80% of fathers said don't, like stay away. Uh, I'll get into that here in a second, but uh, we got a phone call. Hi, Virgin Radio. You don't want to do what I try to do every Father's Day. What's that, bud? Go piss on his f***ing grave. Oh, oh. God! <laughs> oh, goodness! My mother did it three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yep. She did not like that, man. I imagine you'd have to have some pretty big hate for somebody if you peed on their grave three times. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, hey, listen, we appreciate the call. Thank you for sharing the story. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally appreciate this story. If it makes you feel good, then it makes me feel good. Like, you don't have to love your father. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I got, your, I got your back. I got your back. Oh, it was a piece of crap, right? That's right. Some, some fathers are a piece of crap. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> so when it comes to this Father's Day, this Sunday, this June 20th, do not ask your father if you'd like to take over the barbecue. Ah, I, I thought it was going to be, don't ask your dad for money. No, dad said don't don't even think about the barbecue. That's their job. They want to do the barbecue. Stay back. Don't offer. I have totally done this in previous years. And were you told not to? Well, I basically was like, I got this. I got this. And then my dad honestly was like worrying about it. Like, oh, how are the cooks on those, though? The day you were born, Alex, your father, he instantly loved you. Yeah. But ever since you decided you wanted to start asking him if he'd like for you to take over the barbecue, that love started to climb. Maybe you might be at 85%. Maybe not even that much. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Virgin Mornings Podcast with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. Also heard live on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, so it looks like Mark Zuckerberg's working on some sort of movie that like promotes or talks about Instagram. I'm assuming something similar to like the social network, which was about Facebook. I was in love with the social network when it came out. It I was amazing. It. Oh, it's an amazing movie. I love it. So I'm interested to see what Mark Zuckerberg's working, working on as far as a project about Instagram. But Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, apparently Mark Zuckerberg 
reached out to him and asked to use some of the music of Pink Floyd into this movie. Roger Waters, co-founder of Pink Floyd, plus the bass, not having it. Not only oh. not only not having it, rips into Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Take that. Wow. Mark's got so much money, but he can't buy everything. Listen, here listen to what he has to say. He uses some bad language, by the way. Everything's beeped out, but uh I'm just giving you the heads up. Here it is. Roger Waters from Pink Floyd upset about the fact that uh, Mark Zuckerberg wants to use his music. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, you. No way. This is the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything. I will not be a party to this bull Zuckerberg. How did this little who started off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the did he get any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. Get your fix of Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex weekdays 5.30 to 10 on Virgin Radio. And follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.